All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Wisconsin Show Choir Download. I am your host, William Soki, and this is episode number 64 of the download, and it is a review episode where I go over everything that happened in the Wisconsin competitive show choir scene this last season. As always, this episode is brought to you by Barstool Show Choir. Their Show Choir Madness is still going on as I record this episode, so please head over there. And I also heard that they may have some other kind of year-end celebration thing going on. All right, a little bit of a news dump to start off this episode. The news is now official, uh, what I had been hearing rumors of for a little bit, and that is that the Holman Gathering of the Stars competition will shift to the first weekend in January next year. It aims to take the place of Viterbo 101, which will not be hosting. Uh, Viterbo basically closing the doors on its show choir program after longtime professor Nancy Allen retires at the end of the year this year. So their two show choir groups, as well as their show choir competition not happening. Holman, one of the lesser attended competitions this year, looks to scoot into that first Saturday in January date. I will say Viterbo did tend to attract a lot of out-of-state choirs. I don't know if the same will hold true with Holman moving into that date still in the lacrosse area or what it was, but I do hope that this will bring some more choirs to Holman, uh, and it also does take a little bit of the burden off of that second weekend of March, so hopefully we'll have a little bit bigger fields at Green Bay Southwest and Craig next year. All right, if you're just tuning into this one and you did not listen to the middle school women's and prep review, essentially how this goes is that I take a look at the season of every group that competed in the division this year. And so this episode, it is all of the varsity groups that competed this year. And I will go over them kind of in order of where they placed in competitions. It's not really in chronological order for the season. I figure if you want that, just go back and listen to the competition weekly episodes. It's also available on their showchoir.com pages. So I figured that I would do a little something different. And so along with that, I'm going to try and provide one kind of thought for every choir going forward in this review. We're going to get right into it and start with the first alphabetical choir, and that is Altoona Locomotion. They started off their season non-competitively at Chippewa Falls in November, and then their season consisted of appearances at Colby, Eau Memorial, North St. Paul, Bishop Heelan, and Totino Grace. They did not place at any of those competitions. Uh, no captions at any of them either. Last year, they did grab a number of best female soloist captions with Reagan Conklin. For Locomotion, I think that their show design was a little bit more intricate than a lot of other shows, and so I think that made it a little bit harder to get into than a lot of other shows this year. I will say, though, that the vocals and choreography were definitely improved when I saw them this year as compared to when I saw them last year, so that's a positive note for Altoona. Burlington Bejazzled in the southeastern corner of the state. They competed at New London, De Pere, and El Paso Gridley, where they did not make finals at any of those competitions. Burlington, I would love to see them go to maybe a four or five competition slate. I do think that that finals berth at New London in 2022 was a little bit of an aberration. It was kind of a short field at New London. And so while I would have loved to see them make finals this year again, I just don't really think that it was in the cards 
no matter where they were going. I think El Paso Gridley probably would have been their best shot, and uh, unfortunately it didn't happen there. So we'll move forward and see where Bejazzled goes next year. I think recruiting for the group has been an issue for them for a little bit now, so hopefully they can get more bodies on stage next year. The Chippewa Falls Chai High Harmonics started off by hosting the Super Show in November. And then they competed at Colby, where they did not make finals, but won Best Crew. At West Salem, they also did not make finals, but they won the People's Choice Award. And then at Logan, they were in fifth place. And at Altoona, they were in fourth place. So two finals appearances to round out the season for Chippewa Falls. I know they had gone to Holman in the past when it was on that first weekend in March, I was really disappointed to see their competition season kind of wrap up on the second Saturday of February. Just makes me wanting a little bit more from their season. Colby's The Coalition performed at Chippewa Falls in November. They competed at Altoona, Bettendorf, and North St. Paul, where they did not make finals. And then at Green Bay Southwest, they also did not make finals. However, they did grab the Best Costumes Award, so a caption award for Colby this year. Their Desert Sky-themed show definitely brought the sun for a lot of winter competitions, even if there wasn't a ton of snow on the ground. So it was nice on a show design element to see a lot of those bright colors on the competition stage for the time that I saw them. The Craig Spotlighters hosted their own Craig Preview Night in January and then at Totino Grace, they did not make finals. And then at Milton, they were in fifth place. At El Paso Gridley, they were also fifth place. However, they also took home the Best Band Award, and Caitlin Dickman also took home a Best Soloist Award. And then they rounded out their season with a trio of fourth place finishes. Those were at Burlington and Lacrosse Central in January, and Fort Atkinson in February. And also at Lacrosse Central, they took home the Best Ballad Award. And in terms of Craig, this was a group that. On paper, I think some people were questioning heading into this year, no finals appearances at all last year, and then this year they go, I believe, four for five, if I'm reading my notes correctly. Yes. So, no, five of six. I'm sorry, five of six. So this is a group that really put itself back into finals contention and has definitely put a lot of people on notice for next season. The De Pere Jam Session group started off their season non-competitively at the Green Bay East Shebango in January. They were third place and grabbed Best Band at New London. They were second place with Best Band at Monona Grove. And then another second place finish along with Best Show Design, Best Costumes, and the Spirit of Giving Award at the Western Dubuque Main Event. And then a first place win with Best Band at Sauk Prairie. And then a three-caption sweep vocals choreo and a band at Green Bay Southwest along with the win there. Covered this group really in my season storylines episode, but uh, just something else that I want to touch on here is that they did go four for five on best band awards. I believe the only time they lost the band award was to Onalaska at Western Dubuque, so which was, I believe, their only head-to-head with Onalaska this year. So definitely De Pere, I think, shaping up into one of the more robust bands in Wisconsin, and that's kind of in contrast to Sauk Prairie, who I was going through and I realized did not win any Best Band Awards this year, which is kind of crazy to me. I generally, at least back when I was going through Show Choir, you always kind of had to contend with Sauk Prairie for that Best Band Award. Also, Mayville 
and Ford Atkinson were there as well, and Ford Atkinson did win a band caption this year. Mayville did not at all. So just kind of how the tides shift in terms of the band awards here. The Eau Claire Memorial Old Abe Show Choir performed at Chippewa Falls in November, and then they did not make finals at Colby and Lacrosse Central. They were sixth place at West Salem, and they were fourth place at Holman. So a couple of good finals berths to round out the season for the Old Abes, even if they were kind of quote-unquote by default and not really beating a ton of varsity groups. They did beat Chippewa Falls at West Salem for a finals berth, so that is definitely something that is relevant at least locally in that northwest scene. The Eau Claire North Northern Airs Crosstown of Memorial, they also performed at Chippewa Falls. They did not make finals at Colby, and then they did take home a caption award at West Salem. They took home Best Crew and did not make finals. They took home the Spirit Award at Eau Claire Memorial Winterfest, and then the last month of their season saw them travel to North St. Paul and Avon in Indiana, and they did not make finals at either of those places. A little bit of a spread competition season for Northern Airs this year, but I think that they have a really good thing in place going forward. I think that bringing in Shane Coe as choreographer this year, if they retain him for more years, I think could pay dividends down the road. He's got a lot of respect in a lot of areas in the country, and I look forward to potentially seeing what he can do down the line in Wisconsin. The Fort Atkinson South High Street Singers, performed non-competitively at both the Monona Grove and Janesville Craig preview shows, and then they were 6th place at Monona Grove. They were 3rd place at Burlington. They took 3rd place as well as Best Vocals, and Jackson Sitkowitz picked up a Best Male Soloist award at Sauk Prairie. And then the highest placement of the season for them was a 2nd place, as well as a Best Band award and another solo award for Jackson Sitkowitz at Janesville Craig. For Fort Atkinson, they made finals all of the times they competed this year, so that's a plus. And then they also were scheduled to go to Chiribusco, got canceled out of that. I truly believe that they would have made finals there. So this is a group that just generally falls into that solid finals caliber group tier that I will probably expand upon a little bit in the rankings. Obviously, you look at Sock Prairie and you say, well, they took vocals they did, but on the score sheet, in terms of overall ranks, they weren't really that close to the peer. This is a group that I don't think was ever super close to winning a competition this year. However, definitely more than a lot of groups can say that they made finals everywhere they went. Green Bay East's Rhapsody in Red hosted their annual Shebango in January, and then they did not make finals at New London. However, they did pick up the People's Choice Award. They did not make finals at John Hersey either, but Afton Fuzon picked up a Best Soloist Award at the De Pere Destination De Pere competition. They were fifth place and then also picked up a Best Crew Award. And then their highest placement of the season was at their last competition at Green Bay Southwest, coming home with kind of a cumulative effect with all of the captions this year. Fourth place, as well as a second Crew Award, a second People's Choice Award. It was called Fan Favorite at Southwest. And then Afton Fuzone picking up a second Best Soloist Award as well. So East, two finals appearances for them. Two captions apiece in Crew, People's Choice, and Soloist. So definitely plenty of hardware to go for Green Bay East. And we will see where this program goes from here. Green Bay Preble center stage. No placement at Fort Atkinson, which is always a super tough competition to make finals at. That was the only competition they did not make finals at for the year. They were sixth place at De Pere 
and then at New London, they were fourth place, and Lauren Rank picked up a Best Soloist Award. They were third at Green Bay Southwest, and they were second at Burlington. So this is a group that I think kind of like Fort Atkinson, they made finals pretty much everywhere they went. Granted, they do have a no placement at Fort, but I'm willing to throw that aside. Fort is always one of the deepest competitions of the year, and then they have plenty of good finals berths. I don't think that they were particularly close to catching Mundelein at Burlington or De Pere at Green Bay Southwest, but still a very solid finals caliber group, which is more than what you could say for them before the pandemic. So another group that is really coming out of this pandemic on the right foot. Rounding out the Green Bay proper schools, we have the Green Bay Southwest Spotlight Singers. They performed non-competitively at Green Bay East, and then their competition season consisted of New London, De Pere, and Fort Atkinson, where they did not place in any of those competitions. I will say, though, I saw them at De Pere and then at the home invite for them, and I thought that this was the best that I've seen Spotlight Singers look in a long time, probably since I started watching them 2017-18 era, and this group in the past has put out a lot of very talented vocalists. Felix Torres is on Broadway now. Emily Holland is starting her acting career. But this is a group that I think is finally starting to come together and create some depth top to bottom throughout the entire group. Everybody pulls their weight, recruiting a struggle for this group as well, kind of in the same fold as Burlington. Moving on to Hamilton Synergy, they were sixth place at Burlington, sixth place and a Spirit Award at Milton, fifth place at Monona Grove, and then third place and a Spirit Award at De Pere. This is definitely one of the quieter all-final seasons. It's only four, and plus I thought that Synergy generally had kind of a normal show design. It was a show design, if I remember correctly, about like self-positivity and believing in yourself and stuff like that. It was a show theme that is definitely not an innovative, groundbreaking theme. However, the vocals were solid. The choreography was solid. I'm not going to argue that they didn't deserve to be in finals anywhere that they made finals. I'm just saying definitely one of the quieter all-final seasons that you can have. Moving to a season that definitely was not as quiet, we have Holman's Midwest Express. They performed non-competitively in the fall at the Lacrosse Heritage Night and the Chippewa Falls Super Show. They did not make finals at Des Moines Christian and Marion, which are both Iowa competitions. At North St. Paul, they were 6th place, and Addison Sluicer picked up a Best Soloist Award. They were 5th place at Cedar Rapids Jefferson, another 5th place, plus another solo award for Sluicer at Sauk Prairie. And then at West Salem, they were 4th place, and Hannah Wagner picked up a Best Soloist Award. So definitely from Holman, something you don't see a lot. Two different soloists winning Best Soloist Awards for Holman. Maybe you'd see that in like a sock and a musical show, but definitely I think that speaks to the talent that Midwest Express has. Definitely kind of a building year in the first year of direction under Kayla Shu. However, this is another group that I think can go forward next year. Lacrosse Central's Grand Central Station also performed at the Lacrosse Heritage Night. They were fourth with Best Crew at Cedar Rapids, Washington. They were third at both Norwalk and Emmitsburg, and they were second at Viterbo and Onalaska. So kind of a quiet caption season for Lacrosse Central. I'm not going to say that they were disappointing by any means. I think that there were some people that perhaps had higher expectations for them based off of how fast they grew last year. However, it definitely takes time to build a championship level program, and 
they placed their best in the state. So this is my appeal, Lacrosse Central. Please come compete in Wisconsin more often. The stats don't lie. The best placements were there. This is just me wanting to see a GCS show live sometime next year. So we'll see if that happens. Moving on to their crosstown school, Logan's the Class Act, another group that performed at the Lacrosse Heritage Night. They did not make finals at Linmar, De Pere, and Totino Grace. And then they did make finals at three competitions. They were seventh at Viterbo, fifth with a trio of captions at Lacrosse Central, Best Opener, People's Choice, and a Best Female Soloist Award for Aaron Gotts. And third place and another trio of captions at Holman, Best Opener, Best Spirit, and another solo award for Aaron Gotts. And that was at Holman. So definitely captions concentrated in specific areas for Logan. I think Erin Gotts, if she is not a senior, will be a very valuable asset to them next year and two best opener captions as well. So we'll see if Logan can kind of piece the whole show together next year and have some more success. Another group where it was the first year of direction. So perhaps a step forward is in order for Logan next year. Moving to the Mayville Cardinal Singers. They did not place at Sauk Prairie, and they also did not place at Burlington, but Allie Gorley picked up a Best Soloist Award. They were 6th at New London, Fort Atkinson, and Green Bay Southwest, and then another 6th at Colby, and Allie Gorley picked up another Best Soloist Award. And then at El Paso Gridley, which was really their breakout competition, 2nd place Best Choreography and Best Crew. This is a group that had a weird run of 6th place finishes, so just kind of how things shook out. But really what stands out to me is El Paso, and I think that this is a sign of what could be for this group. Definitely, they beat some quality groups at El Paso to go there, took a caption away from Peoria, who is a very good group in Illinois. So this is a group that, while El Paso is not the last competition of the season, has some good things going for them. I've been told that there will be at least a couple of soloists uh, from this year's Beetlejuice show returning for them, so they should have a solid core to build around for next year. Milton Correlation kicked off their season at the Janesville Craig preview night. And then for competition season, they did not make finals at Onalaska, Sauk Prairie, Monona Grove, John Hersey, and Fort Atkinson. However, they did pick up a Best Crew Award at Fort Atkinson. And then they finished off their season at the Janesville Craig Spotlight Spectacular, I think it was called. And they finished at fourth place in that competition. So Milton, yet another group with a first-year director. So we will see if they can turn a corner next year. Obviously, a bunch of no placements is never what you want to see in a choir. However, sometimes that is the way that the dice shakes. Monona Grove Silver Connection hosted their own preview night in December. And then for their competition season, they were fifth place at Onalaska, Fort Atkinson, and Western Dubuque. And then third place at Milton. And while the results show a string of fifth place finishes, I think that this is definitely a group that's better than that. You look at some of the competitions they ran on Alaska, Fort Atkinson, and Milton are generally regarded as, I would say, the three deepest competitions in the state on a year-to-year basis. On Alaska, there's no question about it. Fort Atkinson always draws really good fields. Milton has been a little bit spotty coming out of the pandemic in terms of field quality, but they still ran what is, in my opinion, the legitimate hardest in-state schedule to run and they still came out of it with a third and two fifths so monona grove i mean if that's the circuit you want to run 
go ahead and clearly they have the stuff to do it. I'm just saying don't be fooled by a bunch of fives. They are a better group than that. Nina Vintage did not place at Onalaska or Waconia. However, they picked up a Best Band Award at Waconia. They were fifth place with Best Costumes at Colby, third place and a Best Soloist at Fort Atkinson, and then second place with Best Choreography at Best Band, Best Ballad, and Best Soloist with Waylon Miller at Holman. This was, I think, a little bit of a streaky season for Vintage, second place with Best Choreo at Holman, third place and a Soloist at Fort Atkinson, but then you look at some fields that were a little bit less deep than Fort Atkinson. Fifth at Colby, no placement at Onalaska. Obviously, those were both early in the season. Don't know if this show just turned a corner or what, but Nina, I think, is definitely one of the bigger question marks going into next year just in terms of which Nina is it going to be. Is it going to be the dangerous Nina that has been around for a long time, or is it going to be the Nina that places like in the low end of finals at competitions where there may not be a ton of super high caliber groups. New London Vision made finals everywhere they went this year. They were 6th place at Sauk Prairie, 5th place at Green Bay Southwest, 4th place at Colby, and then another 4th place at Pier, along with Best Costumes and Best Male Soloist with Caden Clone. Talked about New London a lot this year. Don't know if there's a ton that I can add right now, except that it is another one of those groups, along with Fort Atkinson and Hamilton, who are kind of solidly in the make finals every time out tier. And that group definitely looks a little bit different than it did a few years ago. So welcome New London to that tier. The Onalaska Hilltoppers performed at Lacrosse Heritage Night in the fall. They were fourth with Best Band at Western Dubuque. They were third at Cedar Rapids Jefferson. They were second with Best Costumes and Best Ballad at West Salem. And then they were first with Best Vocals and Best Band at Logan. They were first with Vocals, Choreo, and Band at Colby. And then they were first with Vocals, Choreo, Band, and Closer at Altoona. I haven't talked a lot about Onalaska this year. I think it's because I just haven't seen them. Was going to try and see them at Colby. Schedule didn't work out. They picked up their usual they picked up their usual wins at Colby and Altoona and came out of a Logan competition that they usually go to. It was a little less deep this year, but then ultimately fell to Bloomington Kennedy at Cedar Rapids Jefferson in West Salem, who of course uh, Bloomington Kennedy, one of the top groups in the Midwest this season. And then a fourth place at Western Dubuque, which I don't know if it's an aberration or not. Honestly, on Alaska is still the program to beat in the state. They are a machine. Richard Moses has them as a machine, and they will be until something changes. And I don't think anything's going to change for next year. So on Alaska, I'm sorry I haven't talked about you guys as much this year, but still three wins, a second place, a third place, and a fourth place. That's a competition season that most groups would be incredibly envious of. Plymouth Momentum did not make finals at Colby or De Pere. And they did not make finals at Milton either, but Priya Joseph did pick up a soloist award there. And then they were third place with best crew at Logan. Obviously, the Logan field, if you think back to it, I believe there were only five varsity choirs, but still coming in third of the five, a very good deal for them. Show designs from Plymouth, always on point. I think that it's really putting together a show design plus vocals plus choreography package that's going to be key for them next year. And also just getting some experience. It looked like there were some younger performers on stage this year. So hopefully they can all come back and Plymouth can build something for next year.
The Reedsburg Corlears did not make finals at New London or Fort Atkinson. They were 5th at Burlington, 4th at Sauk Prairie, 4th with Band at Oakland Memorial Winterfest, and 4th with Crew at Monona Grove. I thought that Reedsburg had a pretty solid show this year. I thought that they were right on the edge of finals at New London. I haven't seen score sheets to confirm that, but I would be shocked if they were more than probably 3-5 to five points out of finals at New London. And they kind of just sat around as a low finals caliber show. The New York show design from them, I don't think was anything too inspiring. I thought the backdrops were really good, hence why a crew award at Monona, I think, was very well deserved. And Reedsburg, I think, from kind of going into the doldrums of like not making finals pretty much at all in 17 or 18, they've done a really nice kind of five-year turnaround from 19 until now. So we'll see where things go with Reedsburg. Sock Prairie Executive Session was 5th at Viterbo, 3rd with Best Vocals at Onalaska, 2nd at Fort Atkinson, 2nd with Choreography, a Best Male Soloist Award with Nick Baskin, and a Best Male Stage Presence Award with Marcus Martinez at Fame Show Choir America, and then a 1st place with Marcus Martinez as a Best Soloist at New London, 1st place with Best Vocals and Best Choreography at De Pere, and then 1st place with Best Vocals, Best Choreography, and Nick Baskin getting a Soloist Award at Monona Grove. Sock Prairie, I think that I caught them on a really down performance at New London Prelims because I really wasn't that blown away by it, but I will trust in the fact that literally everything else about it was really good and I think that that may have kind of been the the turning point because their two lowest placements of the year were at the start of the season for Turbo and on Alaska so as a group that by all means got hotter as the season went on and I think the key for them next year is just going to be you got to come out of the gate swing and you can't come out of the gate and have a fifth and a third and then start rolling you got to come right into it Sparta's upstage adrenaline no placement at Naperville North and Hastings so bad tidings again when you travel out of Wisconsin. Uh, but then a sixth place at Onalaska, fifth place at New London, fourth place at North St. Paul, second at Green Bay Southwest, and second with best choreography at Sauk Prairie. This is a group that when they made finals at Onalaska, I knew that they were pretty legit. And they proved to be very legitimate throughout the rest of the year. Another one of these groups that I've talked about a lot this year. And I have heard some rumblings about more things that may be coming out of the Sparta program so we will see if that happens or not they could just be rumors but there could be some more excitement coming out of Sparta for next year. Toma's limited edition did not place at Sauk Prairie or Hastings they were fifth and the fan favorite at North St. Paul fourth with best show design at West Branch Iowa second with Spirit and People's Choice at Colby, second with Band, People's Choice, and the best female soloist, Cami uh, Murray at De Pere. and then first with best vocals and best band, and no, not best band, People's Choice and best closer at Holman. So a little bit of a streaky season from Toma here. You go from no placement at Hastings to winning Holman. You have a second place to start off the season, and then you go to fourth place, and then you don't place, and then you bounce back up in your second place at Tapir again. So a very kind of wild season for Toma. Definitely very competent choir. I think cleaning up some of that choreography is going to be necessary next year because if you look, there is a vocals award at... Holman didn't take choreography from Nina. Getting that choreography over the top 
probably will pay really big dividends for Toma. Rounding out this varsity review is the West Salem Sensations. They performed non-competitively at the Lacrosse Heritage Night. As for competitions, they did not make finals at Onalaska, Bloomington, Kennedy, and Waconia, although in Waconia they did take second place in what Minnesota calls small mixed, which is like small schools, small groups, or prep groups, so a nice placement there. And then sixth place at Viterbo and Winterfest. Didn't get to see their show, spy-themed show. I don't think it helped them that DePierre also had a spy-themed show running around the state this year, and DePierre, I think, was on a little bit of a higher level than West Salem. So we'll see what the show design is next year. I think that they've had some pretty good show designs in the past. Uh, they did a Stranger Things show one year, I think. I'm forgetting what year that was. Perhaps that was only last year and my mind deceives me. But this is a program that I think still has a lot of momentum behind it. Second year, technically third year, I guess, hosting a competition this year. So really, there's still some positive momentum here. We'll see if they can turn that into better placements next year. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, you can always email the podcast wishowchoir at gmail.com. Otherwise, Instagram DMs work at wishowchoir. If you are so inclined, please follow the podcast on Instagram. I have not had time to do memes for a couple weeks. However, I will try and get around to them at some point. If you want to subscribe to the podcast and rate it, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, that would really help just to get the word out about the podcast to more people. Next week, I will be doing the rankings episode for middle school groups, women's groups, and prep groups. And I know everyone is super excited about rankings. Response was overwhelming for them. So I will make sure to get those out in a timely fashion. And finally, I just want to give a call to everybody who is doing home showcases or auditions right now. Good luck with all of those, whether you're closing out this year or planting the seeds for next year. And with that being said, this is William Soki saying goodbye until the next Wisconsin Show Choir Down.